1: Hello, I'm Sue Rose Minahan, founding host of Talk Cosmos, weekly leading edge conversations, awakening your authentic self for soul growth. Today is January 23, 2022, and we're celebrating the fourth quarterly Astro Jam. It's highlights two to three, depending on time here, mystery charts, and it's a showtime adventure once again. And we have seven astrologers this time instead of, well, we've had three others and I'll mention those and we bring the chart to life. First I'll mention that sorrowfully for me, especially Susie Kerr Who was from Nashville, Tennessee, who inspired this engaging electric panel with me passed on December 30th of last year after being hospitalized for a year or not a year, but um, all of December. And she participated in each one of these that was May 2nd of the quarter and then August 22nd and October 24th. And so I really think Susie's insightful wit, loving fun that encouraged this whole format and it is an old format of astrodrama, but brought on the screen. We don't have the body connection. And I really love this format. It's an ongoing mystery tour of charts. So we'll remember her by continuing this fun. It's a dynamic, spontaneous, planetary dialogue. And I really want to thank you all for those people watching us and perhaps have continued with the Astro Jam in this experience, because it's an inner process of how planets work potentially in our heads and souls. So if you want to keep up with AstroGem on a quarterly basis, just subscribe. It's always a simple affair, simple uh, event on talkcosmos.com and or on the YouTube channel. And of course, we are a podcast for those friends of yours that may not have YouTube available or listening in the car, who knows? But at any rate, now is the time that I want to introduce these six amazing, wondrous astrologers for this adventure today. So first I have Ray Sapp. She's the new owner and publisher of the Mountain Astrologer magazine and passionate about psychohorology, sexology, and narratology. And Ray is a second-generation astrologer and lifelong student of the craft. And you can find her, as she says, between the covers of TMA. That's the Mountain Astrologer, or as, quote, the breathing time machine for the WitchwayCafe.com. Hi, Ray. Hi, Sue. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Here, I'll.
1: Goodness. And Samuel F. Reynolds is our cap or as i call fondly sam and he's a former skeptic had a life-changing visit to an astrologer and ever since for 30 years doing charts studying astrology and a lot more as you'll find out currently he's on the board of directors of international society for astrological research which we all know as esar or isar depending how you say it and on the International Academy of Astrology, also known with their acronym IAA, Sam's also a co-founder of the International Society of Black Astrologers, and which I put down, ISBA, and a faculty member also of that IAA. He writes, he's written on Ebony, Horoscope, tarot.com, New York Magazine. He's an international conference keynote speaker, such as NORWAC and others, I think in India and it's extraordinary, and lecturer. And he also, of course, is a consultant, a traditional astrology consultant, and teaches webinar classes, which often you find on his website, unlockastrology.com. So, yes. And you will notice that go to our, always for all of our wonderful folk, we have all their bios. If, if. The link doesn't open on some point, just go to our bios. You'll find everybody there, fourth season. So now we have Sean Kelly. Now Sean has worked with many of the world's renowned astrologers from Kelly Fox, Jan Spillard, Henry Seltzer, Michael Luton, along, and he's instrumental in the 2000s driving business for tarot.com that has Rick Levine and the late. Jeff Jower, and done thousands of charts, and considers himself a perpetual student of astrology, which I am in class with Sean. I agree. <laughs> and he's currently drives the marketing for anthologybrands.com. So we have two more. Thank you, Sean. Glad to have you. We have Marie O'Neill, MBA founder of Padma Life Coaching, Santa Rosa. And i haven't said where everybody's from but we have three people from california here and with years of a life coach astrologer she's a speaker past life regression facilitator and lecturer a distinguished toastmaster always an ambition of mine yet to be (laughs) toastmasters international and on board of director with ted x sonoma county Astrology Mentor with FCEA Astrology Conference Lecturer. And she published recently, as of this last year, a book, And the Lotus Opened. She facilitates a biannual healing retreat presented by her uh, website that she founded. Or not website, but her, yes, Padma Life Coaching. And it's twice a year, and the dates change every year. So thank you, Marie, once again. Thank you. And last but not least is Jeff Peters, the lively (laughs) astrologer with 52 years as a practicing astrologer. And he's currently leaning in the evolutionary avenue. He focalizes a weekly astral group since 2006. And I think like all of us, we're migrating from the physical merging, the, the hybrid. That's the big word online, offline. He blogs to Facebook weekly, posts called Celestial Chatter for the past few years, and posts weekly to YouTube, The Lively Astrologer. He graduated from Stephen Forrest. Oops, not last, but least, boy, I can't count. Jeff's number five. Okay. And evolutionary master level astrology with Stephen Forrest, and he follows a path. Of energy work through shamanism. And his website is astroshapeshifting.com. So now we come, you know, in all great show business. I remember when I saw Frank Sinatra on stage at Peol Fair way back, three years before he died. I was amazed because I thought it was ending. Everybody was standing up. They finally warmed up to this old guy, you know, on the stage, and they're clapping and everything. And then boom, here comes another 10 minutes. I thought, boy, this is pro man. They know just how to hit it. Because I was also in show business. I mean, not show business, music. I diverge. Let's get to Justin. Justin (laughs) Crockett, LC. Hello, Justin. He is an archetypal astrologer, numerology, Sabian symbols, in-depth, consultations, spiritual medium, healing readings, seances certified meditation teacher, certified Reiki practitioner, and animal Reiki, too. And happens to have wonderfully joined uh, my um, panel, Moonbeam team. And thank you, Justin, for all your events. And so there we are. We have now six folk. With me, seven. So we are going to present a chart to our audience and to ourselves that i have not even really looked at only tried to determine which would be best and i think this will be quite uh, pertinent for this year especially and it is a mystery so the time was a little bit uncertain but calculating others we've chosen i've chosen a noon chart yeah. so i will With that said, and afterwards we will talk about it. So thank you everybody. And oh, there we are. I am Mars and I'm not sure if it's friend or foe that I'm dealing with, but I'm going to, I. I just need to purge into gathering all this data. And, and, and I know that there is a higher way to go. I'm going to just continue to remember the other people in my life, regardless, and and try to make this work.
2: Well, I am the moon. And I tell you, I am happiest when I'm creating, when whether I'm on stage in front of people, whether I am creating art or I'm creating, I'm just a creative mastermind. And I'm also spontaneous. And I love, of course, being seen.
3: Well, I'm a son and I, and I, I've just got to say, it's really funny, Sue. This is the layout of my own birth chart in terms of the house placements.
1: <laughs> we have a native, I see. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. So, 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 I'm the sun, and I am, and I'm bringing the light through the higher, higher self. And I, and Mars, you're kind of annoying to me over there. You're not paying attention to the big picture. You know, here, let me let me give you some of the big picture there, Mars. Um,
4: there you go. I'm Venus in Scorpio. And after having a pleasant and lovely time gallivanting and partying in the Libra land with Neptune and Jupiter, I want to call a spade a spade now. And I want to take <laughs> off my party dress and be seen behind closed doors. <laughs> Ooh.
5: And I'm Pluto, and I want more in life, and want greater intensity. That Moon is just sometimes just such a showboat, but really, I look for deeper and um, more long-lasting ventures, and how we bring together the collective, various people of all kinds, as long as they listen to me.
1: <laughs> I think as Mars, I find that something that could be workable. I'm not quite sure how that's going to work, but boy, it seems like if I've got to deal with all that energy with other people, I'm going to have to maybe more the merrier. Maybe I need to see what the collective really wants. This is going to be tricky. I don't know. I think I need some help from Jupiter and um, I got to think of some big expansion ideas, but I don't know. I, I I wish I could figure that out more. I think yeah, let's. I need. Wonder what, what, what I'm thinking.
6: Well, um, I'm the lunar nodes, and <laughs> you know, I really want to go at my own, go to alone, my own self. Since I'm then my south node is sitting next to Saturn in my first house in Aries, so I'm very innately um, self-assertive and want to do it myself and really want to establish. But. My north node is in Libra in the seventh house of relationships. And it's showing me I have to focus on sometimes working with those relationships and not trying to go it out all alone.
2: Well, I am the ascendant Pisces, and I just want to merge with all of you. I just want to be in the water just floating along and having all of you just get along. Nobody's
7: uh, played with Uranus and I I feel like it's party time. (laughs) Uh, And uh, how are we going to play this party? Well, it's Leo. So I don't want to put any limits on it and I also, you know, the reason I'm not putting limits on it is because I want it to be organic and I want to be in the moment and I want to really feel the passion and the intensity of expressing everything that needs to be expressed out into the world and see what the results are. Yeah.
1: You you know, I think really as Neptune, in the very end of Libra, it's like all I can think of are relationships and relationships and relationships and relationships and 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 like relationships with everything and and really what's their motive? What are the motives? What are the needs? What are the purposes? What are the what is the everything? But somehow I'm never going to get away from it because it's always there. And besides that, I have to say I'm um, I know that my value structure is sometimes you know it's like hey i get tired of that i'm just gonna go down and 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 be by under get down to the real nitty-gritty of the sometimes the occult which i don't know if all these other people really like that i have to deal with but you know what that's like yeah sometimes maybe the party idea isn't so great maybe it's really time to get serious because life is a lot better than death that i know
4: I'm Mercury and Capricorn in the 10th house. And I want to be taken seriously. With Saturn and Aries on my side, I will be deliberate and steadfast in building my dreams.
6: Well, I'm serious in the, uh, in Gemini, in the third house of communication. So I, I'm nurtured by communicating with people. And because I'm in opposition to the sun, They're in Sagittarius, I really want to talk about how I believe and what I feel like. And I really love to share conversations and nurtured my conversations, especially when it comes to how I think and how I, I believe and how others believe.
2: Well, I am Chiron in cancer in the fourth and I've got this wounding in my family. It, it, comes from my ancient family of origin my ancestors mm-hmm. and this wound it just never goes away i feel as though i just i just need to feel loved and and i'm not feeling that and i don't know how to let the love in i need some help with that can somebody tell me how I can do this. I feel kind of stuck. I, I feel I just want to go back, stay in my shell is what I really want to do. I am
1: do. Saturn in in Aries in the first, and I'll tell you, we're going to make a container. We're going to keep pioneering through this. We're going to build a structure that, well, we haven't even seen yet. But by gosh, we're going to really um make it a protection i mean that's what a shell is right that's what a foundation is it seems like that way people can use it more and and we need to make some boundaries here in this world can't just be always people it got to protect our, our 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 families our our, our peoples our our self it's really forward, onward, forward.
5: (laughs) And and we can do that through knowledge because I'm the moon and I have a connection to the sun and I have a connection to Jupiter. The more we know, the more we're fortified and understanding more about the world and that way we can protect ourselves, shield ourselves from greater harm Mm -hmm. and be much more self-determined. Wow.
1: You know what? I'm going to pause on all this. Now, it's like an aside. We It's gorgeous because I'm noticing because of my long intro, we have maybe about eight minutes before the the break. And so does anybody want to, is there another angle that we want to go back to that chart? Or do you want to talk about what that chart is and discuss it in real time?
3: It looked like party time with that sun moon trine Sam was just talking about, especially sad Leo. Whoa. <laughs>
6: Yeah.
1: Anybody else? What's your take? Would you like to, um, should we go back and and go at another angle of of a chart of a,
2: yeah, put it back up, put it, yeah, put it back up there so that we can look at the, at the generation at least. So if somebody has a,
1: wants to pile in again on a new. It's interesting. And I don't
4: know what year this is. But um, I have a dear friend who has the same South Node Saturn and Aries, but is a 1996 baby.
3: So,
2: well, this looks like it's probably 60s, which is wait a minute, no, well, that's not right, like the century. And no, 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 yeah, it's, it's not. Really it that. this is this is like <laughs> early. This is like yeah. 1800s or something. Because Uranus is in Leo, and Uranus yeah, was in, Pluto's Leo in Aquarius. During, yeah, Pluto's in Aquarius. So this is this I've is an old two hundred and
1: fifty plus years ago.
2: Oh yeah. All right. Yeah yeah yeah. Shall I
1: tell? Okay, from this angle, it is the Bill of Rights for the Constitution of the United States of America. I searched all through here. There were quite a few. The Constitution had a time, according to Campion's book, because I have that, and I checked. Oh, I read countless things. It was so amazing to learn about our government. But the Bill of Rights is the first 10 amendments to the Constitution that we have. And the Constitution was, looking at history, as I learned again, uh instigated only, the first they had the confederate papers which was a dismal failure and they regrouped and came up with this constitution but if they were having the constitution it was only if we had a bill of rights and so we have these 10 bill of rights and uh it was ratified on And it was 200 years ago, just as of last December 15th, because it was 1791. So that was really interesting. Just December 15th,
2: which um, right around eclipse season, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, what is it? When did we have the Pluto Saturn conjunction? That was. Oh, that was the year. Yeah.
1: January 2020.
2: Say that again, Marie, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was 2020. I was just thinking about the Pluto-Saturn conjunction because that Oh,
1: that was that was 2020, is, uh, July. 2020. January 12th. And yeah. Ceres was right in there. It's really a, yes, absolutely. For the next 38 years, so powerful. Yeah, yeah all these incremental energy, uh, energetic uh, shifts mm-hmm. of our whole thinking. And you know, in the constitution is also the electoral system although the 12th Amendment actually uh, um, shifted that and how we have it. And that's a whole other subject. I was going to choose the electoral system, but I thought this really, the Bill of Rights is what makes our nation, as it is said, it protects every one of us, and it is like the guiding character of the nation of with the Constitution, because by itself the Constitution um, you know, and the judicial system too. Later, they had a, um, a, a what is it called? An act. I mean, I learned all this technology. Gee, you know, there's a law. I mean, like, what is the chart? So, with that said, it has been said that many times people convene during the day, and so it was at 10 o'clock noon. So, I used a noon chart on this. I will say. Yeah.
2: So how, does I, I, the, great. how does this chart compare, or has anyone done the synastry between this chart and um, the 1776? Yeah. I don't
1: know. And interestingly, there are a number, and when you start looking at these, there's so many charts that some group of people decide this is the chart. Of course, we know on 76, um, July 4th, 1776 that we all refer commonly as independence day, uh, there's a Gemini in the morning chart. So many think that's it, but it's this potpourri of, it, it might be interesting. You mean as a synastry, so it
2: might be like yeah. a midpoint you're thinking. Well, I was well, just thinking, I was just, you know, it was just a question I threw out there because, you know, you know, if we've, you know, because we've got the amendments, we've got the, uh, declaration of independence. We've, We've got to see how are they gelling together? Well, partly
1: remembering that it took after independence eight years, I think, for Congress and and for them to declare victory. You know, it is amazing as time is like 250 years almost. I mean, right this year, we're having that Pluto return. In fact, coming up on the 20th of February, Sam's, we haven't quite termed how it'll be, but there'll be an engaging panel, I think, talking about power and our Pluto return, because, you know, we, for, it, my thought now is, is that in the past, oh, and Justin will be on that too, and we forget, or I forget, I, I don't know, I would imagine other people might too, that that it, nothing was instant, you know, the climate of the people at that time was so full of dissent and and they argued like crazy. And that's why I think this one is so important because just to get to the constitution, there were the federalists that believed in the government. And then there were the people that wanted the states. Thomas Jefferson was one of those people is so touted. Mm-hmm. And then Madison, it was Madison that I hadn't realized that really kept the gel together. But so in other words, yes, I mean, yeah.
4: Yeah. I see there's an old issue of TMA, like from the early 90s. And I was reading it the other day. I grabbed what I thought might be it. Um, but it actually discusses this and the idea of, um, is it the birthday of independence or is it the ratification? And it uses actually a different chart in that article that I believe in is is an Aquarius chart. But I will look it up after this. and I'll
1: Oh, good. It. Because there is one. I know there's so many. There is in... Oh, if I can, let me see, March 4th, 1789 was when the Constitution was in effect. And that's when the Bill of Rights were, yes, thank you, I agree. Whoever's dog is agreeing with us, this could be important. <laughs> we have to listen to our animals. <laughs> yeah. And that's when they founded the Supreme Court. Of course, this was in New York City, too. So they hadn't yet decided on where the, the capital was going to be. That wasn't until, Uh, 91, they finally got the capital district of Columbia because that was going to be another chart I did, but you're right. It it would be interesting, Ray, to find that out because um, these dates get to be um, challenging. Now, this one is when the Bill of Rights, according to what I researched, which was, back to the business again, come on Sue, uh, December 15th. And actually, it was supported in the newspaper just lately or online, that it was um, in 1791, December 15th. So the Bill of Rights was ratified as of that time, if we look at that. But it, everything was supposed to begin, the, 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 the country actually began, they agreed that it would be effective March 4th, 1789, which is two years ahead, two and a half years, Remember, you know time. what I mean? Yeah. So it, it really is a complex, meaning there's so many ways to interpret this. If you look at returns and you look at just, mm-hmm. uh, there's layers. So I think we're in a long dynamic of uh, struggles and transitions and new accountabilities, new chances to look for, look at what life is. Well, we are now a little past, but we are going to take a little break and return with Astro Jam with six wonderful astrologers, Marie O'Neill, Justin Crockett Elsie, Samuel F. Reynolds, Jeff Peters, Ray Sapp, and Sean Kelly. And thank you. We'll be back. To take a break from this week's edition of Talk Cosmos, let's take a look at this cycle's archetype. We are currently in the Yang period of Aquarius, ruled modernly by Uranus, and Saturn in traditional astrology by the ancients. By leaving a cycle based on governing structures through both man-made and universal laws, Aquarius breaks established patterns, permitting the energy of freedom, just as its ruling planet Uranus spins on its side and orbits backwards. As a fixed air sign represented by the water bearer pouring the spirit of cosmic energy, Aquarius seeks to find like-minded, intuitively aligned souls to connect in social groups for the elevation and improvement of
2: all. Are you tired of your old patterns? Looking for a change? Join me, Amanda Pierce, on a four-week experiential journey to discover who you truly are, unlock the universal energy within through guided meditation geared to engage the active mind learn effective shielding techniques to harness your sensitivities and turn them into strengths and master an extraordinary manifestation position to co-create with the universe on a deeper level classes held saturdays january 29th through february 19th on zoom whether you're just starting your spiritual journey or wanting to deepen your connection to source This course is appropriate for all levels. For complete details, contact me at amandamoonastrology at gmail.com. You are more
0: powerful than you know. Talk Cosmos brings you leading-edge astrological conversations with hour-long programs each week on KKNW. The show goes live every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. Pacific. Talk Cosmos weekly programs are also available to watch live on Facebook and YouTube along with daily chats throughout the week on the Talk Cosmos YouTube channel. While you're there, make sure you click like and subscribe buttons so you can get the full Talk Cosmos experience. Or if you'd rather listen to the show archives with audio only, the entire podcast collection since 2018 is available on most podcast carriers. So, Grab your coffee, tea, or kombucha and enjoy the show. Hello, this is Catherine Zumstein of EarthSkyAstrology.com, and you're listening to Talk Cosmos on Alternative Talk 1150 AM, where we discuss the meaningfulness of our roots in the stars.
2: Conversation you won't find on the rest of the dial. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: Hello,
1: hello, yes. Sue Rosminihan, again, with Talk Cosmos. And this is Astro Jam, the fourth occasion on <laughs> January 23rd. And what is Astro Jam? We explore how the planets are talking. They're mystery charts. And we have six adventurous souls here to help go this journey with me. And so grateful for each and every one. I just find it astounding when people voice what a planet might be, it's like, oh my gosh, that's so true. Yeah. And then, you know, it's that synergetic thinking. Okay. Now what am I, how, you know, how is there a, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's the whole idea. Blah, blah, blah. We are going on with the second mystery chart. Now this happens to be one of our panelists. We don't know who picked out of a hat. No, not really. This person did divulge that it would be okay. And I'm keeping it very much with just that so, no, it would be let's see, it's not that one, it's uh this one. Da da okay. Except I wish my my uh so here we go. Does somebody want to jump in with a thought? This is accurate, this is an accurate timed chart. So what you see is what you get. Wow. That sun in the ninth house. I am that sun, I am going. Oh. I'm going to take an aside, my apology, retrograde or whatever, perhaps. But the person's emphasis would be on, there's a T-square. There's an aspect with Jupiter, the philosopher. We know the the expansion planet and um, a yod, although I had, it, it, there's yod tendencies, whether it's a yod with Jupiter or, and then some, of that with Saturn, but however you see that. So that was where the person was hoping to, whatever was, um, could be enlightened as far as dynamics about that. So I'm going to offer, who wants to start this off? You can jump right in. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I have been the sun, and i've been deliberating on a lot of i don 't know patterns in the world is just uh, uh, it, it, uh quite there's so many uh factors and you know i don't think they're all the greatest sometimes, but they're there and and they need to be um somehow it's going to help work this out. So I do have to deliberate sometimes. It's, it's, you know, it's an interesting expression and I'm going to voice them. People are going to somehow have to know, but I do need to think about these things.
6: Well, I'll go next. Um, I'm Jupiter and I'm an Aquarius in the fifth house of my creative, my creativity. So I am a teacher. Um, And how I seek to grow and expand is through intellectual development. Um, And um, so my skill set is I'm a teacher in the group. However, I'm going backwards and I'm retrograded, which means I'm going to be a little bit of a late bloomer, maybe later in life coming to ultimately what I'm supposed to be doing as far as the teacher. And I'm an Aquarius,
5: of course, so I teach astrology.
2: As much, am. As, my head, Go ahead.
5: as much as i'm in my head i'm also in my heart and my body i'm the moon and i'm a pretty sensitive moon even though i may not seem that way on the surface i deal with a lot of different feelings picking up a lot of different energies picking up a lot of different moods even from other people and sometimes even those particular moods and feelings become overwhelming which is why then I have to kind of go in my head and deliberate.
2: I am Pluto and I'm in the twelfth house in Virgo. I am extremely deep. I am I can go to the depths of the ocean, yes, even though it is in Virgo. It is still in the 12th house, which is a water house. And I continually transform and release and, and I can work very well with the moon, with the sensitivity
4: i'm mars and leo in the 11th house and i've got my radical buddy uranus to join me we're rock stars we go hard and fast and we play all night long whoever can keep up with us will have to be able to sing with the birds in the morning too
1: (laughs) you know i just love this i'm neptune in Scorpio and in and I think that there's so much to discover it's 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 there's some challenges you know in this house of sometimes I'm bound by all the physicality it seems like it's the but then there's ways to express and that my these deeper feelings of of how to, to share, because yeah, there are times when it's not, it's just not going to always want to be uh, on the script. I mean, we can't just always be just uh, formulated A to B to C, you know? Yeah. You gather all this information, but it's like, wow, what is life? What is it really doing?
7: I will be Chiron in Pisces over there in the sixth house, just stationing. I'm carrying, and also conjunct that south node of the moon. I'm carrying a heaviness in my soul that it, it tells me that back along the way, I most likely was dealt a challenging hand. Because of my connection to the spiritual experience of being alive. And this weighs heavily on me.
3: And well, I'm Venus up in the eighth house, and uh, I'm talking to Chiron, letting it know that you know love will find a way. Um, but it's a little, it's a little, uh, yeah, it could be nasty a little bit there, you know, in that, in that, in that eighth house for, for Venus. Um, but there is emotional value and fulfillment that I get there and I can support that Chiron. I can, I can, I can do the work It may I, it, it may be, I may perceive it as over self-sacrificial, but I could get the, I could get it done. I've got, I've got, I've got Pluto's help, so to speak, with kind of showing me clearly how my power might not be being um, utilized properly.
1: And I'm Ceres. I'm right close. We're embraced. Venus. I mean, but 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 I'm Ceres. And and with all this said and done, there is so much grief. We have such. It's like life has pathos in it. And it, the experience is, is, is the fathoms of, of, of loss or betrayal is of, of magnitude that is really pretty astounding. But I am a survivor and I am going to nurture. And find a way, and I do find a way, I find a way to nurture and give value and to find value and to use that compost. I am composting and reseeding (laughs) and offering those little
2: sprouts to everybody. (laughs) Bravo. (laughs) (laughs) And I am Saturn in the fourth house at 29 degrees. There is nothing that I can do that is that I can get away with. (laughs) I am uh, karma ripens the minute I do something incorrectly. Mm. My childhood was definitely challenging with a lot of structure. However, As long as I did the work, the hard, hard work of Saturn, Jupiter came along and gave me a wonderful reward. Mm -hmm. I am Hermes speaking to
7: you from the 10th house and (laughs) drawing a connection, purveyor of knowledge, purveyor of information. I'm trying to draw a connection between Pluto and Chiron to allow them to... Utilize the energy of cancer. What was my connection to clan and family back along the way that right now I am able to present in a conscious enough way to recognize that being a business person, I also have to remember... To recognize the value that family presents in mm-hmm. that matrix.
6: Well, I'm the lunar nodes, and I'm my nodes are between Virgo and Pisces. And as Pluto and the Ascendant already have already pointed out, I'm very logical, rational about things, very practical, down-to-earth personality. Mm-hmm.
0: But innately,
6: I'm also have this creativity, this Pisces creativity. So I'm learning in life between logic and re- reasoning versus intuition and creativity, and balancing my discernment versus my intuition. And because my nodes are between the 12th and the sixth house, the subconscious and the house of health, in an astrologer's chart, I'm helping them understand some aspects of a person's subconscious and psychological health, and they have some skill sets towards medical astrology. Ultimately, because Chiron is conjunct my south node, I'm a healer. And as Pluto has already pointed out, I go really deep in transformation and analysis of the subconscious. I
1: am the north node itself in virgo because i am sitting i am always listening to my so much to that south node and i mean it, it seems like if i was to put a scale in life i don't know which is heavier my pain or where i got to transform that pain but then so you know sometimes but and so it's always a matter of thinking yes but i'm in a territory where you know, nobody really cares about um, the details. I can, I mean, the details are all there and I can kind of let them merge in and and reform. Because if I do look at my childhood that I'm trying to transform with, like how to, you know, that structure that does seem to be a a tailgate on my pathway as I'm charging along, um, it's like, what did I... I'm in this territory where I can think. I am in Virgo and calculate, you know, like reflect what was it that I wanted when I came into this world from the spirit world? I mean, I had a pretty tall order. You know, <laughs> talk about the smorgasbord of life. Gee, I have a lot that I have to digest here, you know, what with the thoughts here of the clan and and family and and healing and so as they say, Master, heal thyself, or Hippopotamus, or whoever it was, Hi- Hippocrates. can't say the words very well. But um, there is, it's like what I think is what I get. And so what am I aligned to? It's a constant restructuring of, of a higher, higher alignment. It's not always easy. I'm in mean, this mortal person, but I know that there's a path. Do we we have a few minutes? Let's tell who it is. Fair, good, everybody. We
5: already know who it is.
1: Oh, you do! I wondered. It's Marie. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) You did not guess that. It's not Marie. (laughs) It's not. Who is it? It's Sue.
1: No, no. it's
2: Wow. I looked at both
7: those charts. It wasn't either one. (laughs) Who is it?
3: It's Ray. It's not
7: me. (laughs) It's not me.
3: No, in Zon- it, it, right. or Jeff, and I don't think it's Samir or Scorpio, I think, right? Yeah, okay, so it's not me, guys. Well, it <laughs> is
1: Marie, it is
3: Marie.
7: <laughs> <laughs> Marie, is it you? What house system do you use? Yeah,
5: <laughs> okay. <laughs> you have uh, about-
7: a similar birthday, pardon.
5: Is, are you, are your birth is your birthday close to Sue's? Because I know you're June uh, 8th, right? Sue,
1: yeah, we are we are so alike. That's where we have the same rising sign, we're both Gemini's, but there's a few years between. I'm okay,
5: more the same yeah, other. mine
1: is the <laughs> mine is the ninth,
5: she's the eighth. That's why I thought, okay, here we go.
1: Yeah, I, I'm the sixth, actually. Yeah, that's how Marie and I would meet. Here we're talking with our whole audience, but it's so true. And at NORWAC, and we start chatting, which Geminis do, thankfully. And, and pretty soon we found out that our life events were like mirrors. And we were both 29 degrees Virgo rising and all this planetary information. Well, thank you, Marie, for offering your, yourself on the ta- altar of our... Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt I was
2: being sacrificed, Sacrifice man. The lamb. I know. But it's so you true. You guys did it so well. well <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, I
5: was like, how did this sound for you, you know, how things came to life?
2: You know, it's interesting because it is, it is so true. Now, it's fascinating because... Um, you know, Jeff was talking about the family structure and you guys were mentioning being a healer and it was going to be later in life. Well, of course, as a Pluto Virgo, I didn't come into my own and find my mission until I was in my fifties, even though. Jupiter I
6: retrograded, would... Jupiter yeah. retrograded.
2: Yeah. yeah, we both yeah. showed yeah. that It was, too. It was so yeah. true. And it wasn't until last year that I had one of those aha moments of holy moly girl, you're an emotional trauma expert. That's <laughs> yeah. Your Everybody else you, is going you, hello. Yeah, your self note
6: with Chiron in the sixth house. Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. People oh, yeah.
1: picked up on beautiful energies here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah every all of you guys did really well and the family the becomes my tribe. My tribe of astrologers, my tribe of coaches, uh, my friends, that's my family. So
5: And, and so it's Jesus who said physician heal thyself.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> that's good. Yes.
5: Yeah, I'm yeah. a former minister. So
1: yeah, thank oh, you. I was, was going to mention that, that so i glad you, you, yes, <laughs> you, good. you. Clarify, uh, i still
2: think you were a rock star in a past life <laughs> a rock you, star in a past life hey well, jesus you know,
1: christ superstar right you know
2: it's interesting because i used to oh my god i could party and and when you mentioned that <laughs> i'm like i've had my well, norwalk we all danced a lot yeah I
1: mean, at least but
2: <laughs> i've had my share of of going to breakfast when the sun is up i well, mean and, and i've not been, been and then going home and going to bed so you did call that, you did call that right. Yeah. And I can yeah. still do it now. I might have to sleep for 24 hours, but well,
1: I can do it. <laughs> my clock system is all off too. It's amazing how we
2: parallel. Yeah. Yeah. It's gratifying actually. Yeah, it is. So thank you guys for that. That was fun. I did was feel good. like a sacrificial lamb, but <laughs>
1: no, well you suggested after we did on the, now we only have a few minutes. I have one. I don't know. We could throw it up and just do it for 2 minutes. Let's do that. It's not a serious one. Okay, where are we? Slide four. Oh, um, similar. Yeah. No, that that's is that, that looks really <laughs> Okay, similar. here it is. This is a noon chart. Wow. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, we need all day. Um, yeah. who somebody want to jump in?
5: Well, I'm quick oh, on my feet. I'm I'm the sun. And I got my uh, buddy, Mercury, who's also in his home. You know, he's a little retrograde. We're quick on our feet. And uh, sometimes we think in the unusual ways, but we make things happen.
1: Yeah. And I'm that moon. I'm going to just shine in Leo and tell people uh, what they want to be and manifest all the time. It's, and I'm going to do it. And, and it's going to be through the feelings. Oh, boy, we're going to connect
2: well i am mars in scorpio and i'm a surgeon i'm a surgeon someone who can take that scaffold and dig deep to get to the roots of whatever issue you whatever you need healing whatever you know whatever is down there i'm gonna find it because i'm mars
6: i'm, I'm pluto and <laughs> i'm pluto in sagittarius in the first house and so I'm learning to master and, and self-transform my belief systems and what I believe. And I, throughout this life, I probably will always question who am I, who is God, and why am I here?
7: I will be Venus in Libra. Friends, Romans, and whatever your nationality, teach me what it means to be.
4: <laughs> I'm Saturn in Aries. Letting Venus know when it's time to set a boundary, when they shouldn't fall too far into the other person and come back to themselves. I set independent, disciplined rituals that I follow daily that keep me on my toes and my own authority.
1: you know, life is really a bowl of cherries sometimes. I'm not sure, but I, and I can't decide always whether I'm going to be Uranus or Neptune. It seems like we see things kind of differently, but we're in the same valley together. And and I think there is a way we both um, personally, though, I think it has to be, there's, there's this business of being authentic is something I got to communicate with people about and then i wonder um am i knocking against the boundaries or their conditioning or is it my my um uh trauma i don't know it's a whole ball of wax
3: <laughs> I'm well, we don't
1: have much time yeah did you want to say something oh yeah. no
3: just, just, just that mars this, me, man i'm ready to go and be competitive woo! bring the fight yeah
1: <laughs> you got it marketing soul it is netflix Netflix, that happened to be, yeah, that happened to be in um, 1997, and, oh, I've got the, I've got it, where is is it, okay, it was August 29, 1997 in Scotts Valley, California, which is near Santa Costa, yeah, and it, and it went um, streaming in 2007. So you could look at a different mm-hmm. chart later, but this was when they were just mailing out the CDs to everybody and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, they have a whole life, it's an amazing life story about how they got started and stuff, but isn't it amazing? And again, I didn't have a chart, but I know that from some, I mean a time, which most of these I've have to have a time, but a lot of times they make, a they register a business at around noon i think is what i've been told so that's what i used thank you folks this is just so much thank you yeah i'm wonderful good (laughs) yeah so for our audience please just go on to talk cosmos you will find all the websites of everybody we have four seasons we're finishing up our fourth season and we'll come back with another astro jam for the fifth season and today is the 23rd And I've been with really quickly Sam Reynolds, Jeff Peters, Ray Sapp, Sean Kelly, Justin Crockett, Elsie, and Marie O'Neill, with myself. And uh, it's just a blessing. And glad to have you. And I'm thinking of ways. I got to hang up, don't I? I'm thinking of ways of connecting. So keep in touch.
0: Thank you for joining us on Talk Cosmos, the show where Sue Rose Minahan and her panel of guests connect soul growth patterns with the energetic cycles of astrology. Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 1 p.m. Pacific time to continue your journey through the roots of the cosmic pathway.